Well, good day. It's great to welcome you once again into my study today, and it's great to have Brother Mike Schrock with us. I hope your anchor is gripped firmly to the rock of Scripture today, and it's holding fast to that which is unshakable. We have been in revival this past week, and we genuinely have seen a moving of God in a lot of people's hearts, and we're so thankful. You know, God's Word will never return void. It always accomplishes what God sets it out to do. And through the accumulated washing of the Word of God, He can really make a change in your life today. Can I encourage you to be faithful in your devotional private times with the Lord? You neglect your Bible to your own peril spiritually. You need to remember to make sure that that's the priority of your day so that it it governs, that it officiates over your entire day and helps keep your thinking where it ought to be. So I want to leave that encouragement with you today as we go into this interview with Brother Mike Rock. We're just going to get some more of his thoughts today, uh, today that hopefully will give you pause and help you to think about that which is uh, necessary today because of trends that are going on that uh, really are detrimental to the church. And so we're going to spend a little bit of time. Good to have you today, Brother Mike. Thank you for being here. Thank you. And we're looking forward to it. I, I, I thought throughout the week, and I've presented this question to you because uh, I was a church planner at one time, but I don't get out much anymore because our church went self-supporting, and so I'm not out visiting in churches. At one time, I had spoken, I had uh, had spoken at probably some 300 different churches, and I was a little more in tune with things. But yeah. when we went self-supporting, I'm just kind of limited to right here. That's a good thing. Yeah, well, I think yeah. so. In Central New Hampshire, I just uh, bloom where you're planted. That's it, yeah. and we just try to give the gospel out and be able to serve the Lord here. Uh, one of the questions that I wanted you to address today is, I know you're exposed to different styles of worship in many places. Uh, you have opportunity to be in many churches and in many ministries, many camp ministries, many other parachurch in ministries that, that I'm not exposed to. And I was curious if you could address the, the question of, do you have observations that you would like to make about worship that's going on even today? Sure. Yeah, boy, every every church has its own personality. Mm. As I learned in seminary, that you know, they said that the church the church body takes on the personality of its pastor after he's been there at least five years, mm-hmm. and uh, so every church is different. But to to address your question, are there changing? Absolutely. I'm every church is different, and I'm in some churches where I just know. Uh, and of course, I would never say this to them directly, but I could never be a member there personally. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you, you kind of go in there and realize, hey, I've got a, I got a lot of work to do. Fish here. out of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I would say that 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 there there are a number of factors to that. And and the first one, and I think people uh, they hear this so much sometimes that they want to roll their eyes. But music is so incredibly important. To the worship flavor mm, of a church. That's true. And when it starts getting, when it starts getting, and I hate to use the word worldly because that really doesn't define it well. Um, just a kind of a modern, um, you know, with a with kind of a, a pop feel to pop it. Pop feel, you yeah. know, with a little trap set, and yeah. and you know, it's it's pleasing to the flesh, yeah. but I it really does detract. I mm. think, um, you know, I like to remind people. I think this is so important for Christians, and I realize I I don't think most Christians really appreciate this or recognize it. But the Bible says, teach and admonish one another mm-hmm. in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's right. Music 
always teaches. I think I said this in church this week. It always teaches, whether it's a McDonald's commercial, a motor oil commercial, a Burger King commercial, a Coca-Cola commercial, you know, whatever. It always, always teaches. I remember as a freshman having a, a, a memory verse on a on a New Testament survey test. And because I had set that that verse to music for, it had been set for me back in Awana, mm. back when I, in elementary school, you oh, know, yeah. either believe, uh, you know, um, oh, how does it go? I, I've lost it. Um, yet shall he live, yet shall he live, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never, 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 never. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, they're always yeah. singing, you know, sure, as course. I say, because music just makes things stick. It and that, does. that's that's the illustration I'm trying to try to trying to, to, to give there is that music always teaches. And so when you marry the name of Christ, when you take the Bible, the pure doctrine of God's word, and you marry it to a vehicle that has always been intended to be sensual, um, it's gonna it's gonna make your church sick. Yeah. I think there are a lot yeah. of sick churches, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I see that a lot. I I've heard lot. the phraseology before that whatever you win them with, you win them too. Yeah, right. And I've heard that right. before, and I found that that is often the case. Absolutely. I mean, well, always the case as far as I've been exposed yeah. to. And what's interesting about that too, Pastor, is that in working with teenagers, is preaching at teen camps and things like that, and I do a lot of that, and I love it, but it's invariably... You you have a teenager with problems, whether you know it's thought life, whatever, and you can always rest assured it might be attitude, whatever, but you can always rest assured they're addicted to rock and roll. Oh, every time, every yep. time, and that's yep. because they're they're te- they don't realize it, but they're teaching themselves. Right. Whether it's you know a current artist, a rap, whatever, that right. person's their teacher, and and they know they, you know they know the current words to the rock songs more right. than they know the Bible, hmm. and then we wonder why they're so. That's right. You know, so well, they have such a sophisticated knowledge of the world today. Oh, yes. I mean, they yes. know in depth all of these oh, things. Like yes. I would know batting averages of the Red Sox players. Oh, they know all the pop culture. We would blush in yeah. our churches if we knew what a fifth grader knows oh, in the public school system. I found that to be true. Oh, it's, and yeah. then parents wonder. Why am I not reaching my kid? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. And they look at me and I say, well, what have you allowed them to feed on and been exposed to? And you know what, Pastor? I really think, too, that there's a wearing out Mm. of churches. Mm -hmm. By that I mean this, that men who for years have taken a good stand, I think that after a while, they just get tired of the fight. I had somebody say that to me recently. He said, you just get tired of fighting. Yeah. And so our churches are becoming fewer and fewer and smaller and smaller because people are just surrendering. Which would bring me to another question, and that is what kind of trends that you've seen during the course of the lengthy time that you've been in evangelism, uh, what kind of trends are you seeing? And they probably are cyclical. Yeah. They probably yeah. go through, and, yes. and what is one now, or t- a couple of them that are very current that you're aware of? Well, I think one. There, there are many, but one that I that that really kind of is a burden for me is the fact that parents are no longer parents. Mm. They're letting the kids do the, you know, calling yeah. the shots. If yeah. the kid doesn't feel like going to church, they're not going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm more talking elementary school kids, you yeah. know, and, and I just, it's almost frustrating to hear a mom or hear a dad say, well, they didn't feel like coming this morning, so we didn't make them. Right. And, uh, you know, where, where is it? Where has the art of being a parent gone? And mm-hmm. I know where it's gone. It's, it's popular philosophy that I don't want to be disciplining my children i want to be their friend mm. I th- in fact i think it's even selfish yeah. we want that kid to like us 
Right. And we're afraid they won't like us if I paddle them mm-hmm. or, or, or give some mm-hmm. kind of discipline like that. Right. And so in order to be his friend, I want to be his friend for life. And so they're not getting disciplined. They call the shots. And uh, um, and that really has a major effect on, on, uh, on, on the uh, church family. And on our community and our culture as well. Yeah. And yeah. another issue, and nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to hear this. But the way we dress has a huge effect on our attitude. That's mm-hmm. proven. Even the secular world knows right. that uh, that's why when I fly Delta Airlines tomorrow, my pilot's going to be in a uniform. Right. The flight attendants are going to be in a uniform because it's proven that the better you dress, the better you work. That's right. And I think that that has a huge effect um, on the on the the attitude that we have even in a worship service we right. want to give god our best and i realize you can worship god in a pair of jeans we do that at camp all the time right. Right. but that's not the point i right. think that we're communicating something right. on a sunday morning in that first day of the week where we give god our best that corporate worship that where we corporate come worship together. that's yeah. right we provoke one another and i think we can provoke one another even in the way we dress yeah. and uh, and so I, I so said you know what's interesting about that too if i could take sure. this a step further there are lots and lots of churches that are popping up. Mm-hmm. Like there's one in Greenville that kind of made me laugh when I heard the name of it uh, called Torn Curtain Church. Really? You know, off the, you know, tearing of the curtain at the, at the oh, death of Christ. Yeah, you know? I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Torn Curtain Church. And, and you know, they, they, always, they're, they're always, they always have uh, really good uh, web pages, Facebook mm-hmm. pages, because it's young people that, and they understand oh, that see, technology. Yeah. And yeah. so they have these beautiful layouts oh, yeah. on the computer and you look at the congregation and there's not one single white hair in that congregation. Mm-hmm. Not one. It's always young people. Interesting. And it's like, we've come to a point in our church where we look down at age yeah. And the exact opposite was the truth in the book of Acts. That's true. The early church got its leadership and its wisdom and its direction from the older saint. We need, as one great preacher says, we need the energy and the vitality that young people bring to the congregation, but they need to be led. Yeah. You don't turn the leadership over to them, and right. you're seeing that a lot. Yeah. You're seeing that a lot yeah, in, in our true. church, and I, I, that's really to our, our mm. demise. In it fact, is indeed. In fact, in fact, one of the, uh, and you know this well, you probably know it better than I do, Pastor, but one of the judgments on Israel was that they would, they would be ruled by women and by children. Yep, I and, preached and on that not too long ago. And we're seeing that in the church. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Wow. Well, last of all, uh, this, mess, this uh, podcast is heard by a lot of different people, and it goes far and wide. And, uh, and I, I mean, not, not like I'm, you know, a, a mega preacher or anything, but You're not it's Rush just, Limbaugh? no, I'm no. not Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> uh, but it gets forwarded a lot to different places. One of the things that I think is important is to understand what is your primary message to the church today? My primary message to the church today is one of, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going slowly here cause I want to use the right words. Right. But I really think that God's people today in this in this era really need to be challenged about personal discipline. Mm. Paul told a young man by the name of Timothy, Timothy, you can't be godly without discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, it says exercise. The King James says, exercise thyself rather unto godliness. That word exercise, we get our word gymnasium from it. Right. And it just means to discipline. Right. 
And I think that that is probably one of the huge, the, the biggest issues we've got is just disciplining myself to say no to the flesh and yes to the spirit. Amen. I think yeah. that is huge, huge. Yeah. And that's something that you need to teach from the crib on up, how yeah, to well, say you no to yourself. To. Yeah, you have to, because yeah. if that's not instilled at a young age, it's it's much harder to grasp. It's hard. Yeah. 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 Wow. I just had a college age. Well, he was older than that. He, he's a, he was 29. And he said... Um, he said, I just have a problem. I just can't, I just have a hard time with disciplining myself, mm. saying no. And I said, he said, I do it. I'll do it for like a week and then I get off the horse, Yeah, you know? And yeah. so it's just so cyclic. Wow. And, uh, um, and I think that's probably one of the biggest battles we have in the mm. church, discipline. you know, discipline yeah. and probably even a bigger issue because discipline comes from making up my mind. I want to do right. Right. And, and probably even a bigger issue, you know, I'm kind of backing up on my answer here. Probably even a bigger issue than discipline is that of being double-minded. Mm. Making up my mind, I'm going to live for the Lord. Right. You know, the Bible calls it virtue. Right. Virtue is making up my mind. I'm going to be tough. I'm going to obey. One of the greatest examples we have of that was given to us by a junior higher theologians believe when he said that I would that um, I would not defile myself with the king's meat. You know, yeah. Daniel. We're talking that's about right. Daniel, that's and, right. and that's virtue. Virtue right. is a Christian's, and that it's talked about in depth there in Second Peter chapter one. I love preaching that passage in verse five where it says, "Add to your faith virtue, mm. and to virtue knowledge, and knowledge would be the Bible." Right. But if I don't have virtue, the Bible doesn't do me any good. That's right. Virtue is my ability to make up my mind. It's what we mean when we say character. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably even a bigger issue yeah. than the discipline because you sure. add discipline to virtue. Yeah. 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 Well, Brother Mike, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you for letting me come. Well, it's a real joy to have you, and hopefully it's going to be a blessing to others as they begin to give some thought to what's been said here. And uh, it's a challenge today. The name of the podcast is Holding Fast, uh, and it's holding fast to the Word of God, not to the news stations, not to the mainstream media. It's holding fast to the Word of God because it's the only thing that will give you spiritual and emotional stability in a world of uncertainty. Amen. And so we praise God for that. Brother Mike, thank you again for being here. You're and welcome. we look forward to uh, seeing the results of the preaching of the Word of God. Amen. And uh, let me encourage you that are listening right now, walk with Christ. Keep your eyes fixed on Him. Uh, he'll never let you down. People will betray your confidence, but the Lord Jesus Christ will never let you down. Walk with Him. God bless. <laughs>